This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Studio C. Dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communication compound to kick off a brand new week. Pregnant with possibilities. This could be the week you get the big promotion. This could be the week you're marched to the car with the cardboard box. You don't know. That's the one. That's that's exciting, though. And I like it. today you're under the tutelage of our general manager. Sad little children on the border. Still? Still. Oh, boy. Man, they're just flogging those kids on the cable news. I'm wearing my Who Gives an F t-shirt from the Melania Trump collection. Oh, <laughs> boy. Yeah. That's what's your message. I got a whole line of Who Cares About That S and I Don't Give an F. F it anyway. <laughs> yeah. I got my shoes, I got t-shirts, I got hats. It's all part of a apathy collection that usually includes a bad word. Let me count how many Fs I have to give. <laughs> Wait, it's zero. I just was watching, I think, ABC this week yesterday where they were discussing the jacket. It is inexplicable. I mean, it is. <laughs> I don't know if it ultimately means anything or if it means a lot. Well, I guess the president finally attempted to explain it. It was a message to the media. Who That's... would possibly decide that was a good idea, given the, the, the goal of the trip? Well, right. The goal of the trip was to send a message, we care. <laughs> so... And it's impossible as an oversight. I mean, she's a model. She's not like me. She's got one jacket. <laughs> anyway, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi, this morning, Mike. I'm doing good. Yesterday, though, I, unfortunately, I think I had probably one of the worst experiences of my life. Just just awful. Attacked by a giant python. No, no I, I was just going, guessing. The girlfriend and I were going through Costco, and we were at the, uh, and we checked out, and then we uh, were at the um, very end where they check your receipts. Sure. And make sure, you know, that everything that you've purchased is on the receipt. They glance at it and then, and then and put a stripe on it with a magic marker. I don't yeah. know how they could possibly look at the two carts I've got full of 90 items. Check in a box, man. It's a bureaucracy. But anyway, yep. anyway, apparently the uh, checker didn't, didn't scan the um, water at the bottom of the uh, cart that I had, you know, the mm-hmm. big bottle of water. So, so you're trying to steal a case of water. So they pulled me out of line, and, and they sent me to another register where they had to scan it. But at that point, I thought, you know, this is it. I'm being arrested. Or <laughs> water safe. <laughs> you know, and everybody, I swear, all the eyes on the store were looking at sure. me. Wow, and there's one of those sweating. thieves you read about. They caught right. one. <laughs> I was sweating, and the girlfriend was crying. I, Honey, know, let's see if they beat him down for that. Oh, they're not beating him down. How was the Costco body cavity search? It, it wasn't pleasant, but yeah. they did give me um, a dollar fifty hot dog after. And a, which yeah, just, a sample. Yeah, here's a little sample of our pizza after the body cavity search. Yeah, anyway, anyway. it all You'll worked walk out normally by this afternoon, <laughs> sir. Oh, jeez. It all worked out. I got away with a warning, and mm-hmm. that was it. You know. Uh, there's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? I- I'm doing very well. Uh, anybody who knows me knows that I'm a big fan of heists in general. I like a movie about a heist. I like hearing about heists in the news. So you must have enjoyed Michael's story. Oh yes. yeah, that, I, I was riveted. The uh, the and but in the, in the heist news in Italy, under the cover of night and armed with a blowtorch. Thieves made off with 25,000 pounds of Parmesan cheese mm. with a street value of $300,000. That's right. It's a Parmesan cheese heist. Wow. What are wow. they going to do with it? I don't know. Is there a black market for Parmesan cheese? Do they just have an abundance of, of pasta engagements to attend? <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, bro. 
bro, yeah, you, you need some cheese? I used to have a bunch of Italian friends, and they would sew salami and cheese into the linings of their suitcases to bring back from Italy. Oh, yeah. Because it tastes so different than what we do. Non-pasteurized, homogenized, low-fat suave. Because <laughs> we have a gazillion regulations to save nobody from anything that take all the flavor out of our food for some reason. That I seems we're like it off that way. Be easy That's to find. Good. What's that? <laughs> Salami in your suitcase <laughs> linings? Yeah, I'm, not yeah, sure really. how they, I'm not sure how they <laughs> look. Yeah. It's not heroin, so they just let you go. <laughs> yeah. Dogs better be pretty bad at their jobs there. <laughs> I mean, people would be walking past them in the airport. What the hell is that smell? Is that salami? <laughs> they actually would put the effort of drug smugglers into getting salami into the country. Wow, that's beautiful. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well, I'm definitely feeling stronger coming down to the end of the month, and my pledge to do 10 push-ups in a row. Worked on it over the weekend. Still a little iffy. <laughs> What number are we up to, or is that a secret? That's a secret. Gotcha. I'm going to ramp it up even more over the next few days, and I truly hope I don't pull, twist, or tear anything in this effort. <laughs> I hope you don't either. But, you know, we it would sound like a joke, but you did last year. I did indeed. So you ended up in the hospital. I did indeed. Doing push-ups. So. Yes. I'd say the whole thing sounds like a bit of a joke. <laughs> I kind of was a laughing. I don't want you to end up in the hospital again. I don't want to end up in the hospital again either, but we're giving it our best. Up and over. <laughs> that was a heck of a thing, yes. So we look forward to that later yeah. this week. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Monday, June 25th, the year 2018. Setting you straight in 21-8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. Let's begin the show according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant... In a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you do what? Create a crowd. You create a crowd. You didn't understand what she saw? So I understand that uh, Huckabee Sanders went out to eat and they wouldn't serve her food at a restaurant? Kicked her out. Red hand. Yep. Asked her to leave. Yep. That's right, in a Virginia so, restaurant. So that's where we are as a country. That's yes. a, not a good place to be. I have a great deal to say on the topic, including the fact that if, if the... Discourse of our country is now run by Donald Trump and Maxine Waters. I'm checking the hell out. So, uh, if you had to lay down a $100 bill on whether we go further down the road of teams not attending the White House or press secretaries not being served in restaurants, if you are we going to go further down that road or, or, or pull back? What would you put your $100 bill on? What, like in the next six months? Next couple of years. We're going to go further before we go backwards. Absolutely. 100%. Without a doubt. Right. Unbelievable. Uh, what are our headlines, Marshall Phillips? A new border push by President Trump as GOP efforts to pass an immigration bill flounder. We have this month's coffee, cure-all, or curse study, and Roseanne moved to tears. Coming up minutes from now. Yeah. I don't know why that, that story bothers me, her not getting served at a restaurant. That just... We can't, we can't be like that. Ugly times, Jack. God, ugly, 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 ugly times. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's great. We have not only one, but two shower thoughts that made me LOL, and I almost never do that. <laughs> well, that's good. A good LOL is a good way you to start. You know why I don't it. LOL that much? Because hmm. I got a heart flayed. <laughs> <laughs> the old heart flayed. <laughs> and the old Trump Maxine Waters. Sarah Sanders, and there's more, too. Uh, More examples of it. It's not helping. Yeah. (laughs) Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. 
catchphrase. That was the catchphrase of 2017. It's so popular it has uh, overlapped in 2018, obviously. Yo, yo, yo. People are saying it everywhere. Sure. My catchphrase. I trademarked it, so every time somebody says it, I get a nickel. And when bands that were big in 2017 tour again in 20 years, you know, the Nostalgia Tour, they'll be wearing Yo, Yo, Yo t-shirts Absolutely, remind everybody of the vibe of 2017. <laughs> oh, I remember that summer, the summer of Yo, Yo, Yo. <laughs> right? I fell in love. I had a baby. Right. Whatever. Exactly. Fidget spinners were everywhere. Yeah, uh, exactly. Good times. <laughs> Mailbag. <laughs> Do you know Donald Trump has a 90% approval rating among Republicans? Good Lord! The only Republican president to have a approval rating that high among his own party, or any president, uh, George W. Bush, and that was after 9-11, right. so that's a bit of a, an out, you know, you don't count that, really. And I can tell you why. I can tell you where that extra, what, is it 10, 20, 30, 35% came from? And it has a hell of a lot to do with Maxine Waters and Sarah Sanders getting pitched out of that restaurant. And Seth Rogen, who you may not have heard about. And John Legend, who is spouting off in the news. Stay with us. People think it's... Oh, I'm sorry. Let's begin mailbag with your weekly shower thoughts as compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City. People think it's beautiful that no two snowflakes are exactly alike. But neither are potato chips. And, And nobody seems to think that's magical. No, no. You know you've grown up when you start having nightmares about real-life stuff instead of things like dragons and quicksand. Or the wolfman, in my case. Yeah, right. Like not being able to pay a bill or whatever. Oh, my God. Forgetting something's due. Yeah. Uh, Getting sweaty palms while climbing tall things seems like something our bodies shouldn't do. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, how is that adaptive going back a million years? Yikes. It's got to be a recessive gene or something. Um, you can help. Uh, oh, this is one of my favorites. You can help future generations in a zombie apocalypse by getting your remains cremated. Oh, it's true. It does really reduce the the size of the zombie army if people get cremated. Father, I, okay, this is my favorite. Fathers only get a day, but sharks get a whole week. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. It's <laughs> yeah, so wrong. And finally, Jack, this one's for you. The, uh, a couple of people sent this to us. The only people that are smart enough to save all their money from winning the lottery are smart enough not to buy lottery tickets. That is oh, quite boy. true. Oh, my goodness. I would say the Venn diagram overlap yeah. is, uh, is, is quite tiny. Mm-hmm. People who do buy lottery tickets and can handle a lottery <laughs> win. All right. It's very small. Well, this is an emotional topic. I hate to bring it up early on a Monday morning, but uh, Gretchen, beautiful Hillsborough, Oregon, writes, uh, Thanks a lot, Joe. Because of Erica, Erica, for new listeners to the show, was the birthday party goldfish that my little girl, little D, Delaney May, got when she was in first grade, I think? Yes. And uh, Erica the goldfish finally passed between Delaney's senior year of high school and first year of college. So it was a 12-year birthday party goldfish. Did she go and to... And I may have accidentally shaved off a year. It might have been 13. Did she go to a birthday party where they handed out goldfish to everyone? Uh, apparently. It was a long time ago. I don't remember. Wow, that seems like a yes. crazy gift. Yeah, it's yeah. Here's a live beast. They sent you home with a goldfish in a little glass bowl. Huh. And we switched Erica to a larger glass bowl and waited, I thought, for maybe a week. Right. 
12, 13 years later. Anyway, but the, the, the key about Erica, also known as the Lazarus fish or, or more controversially, fish Jesus. You have built a religion around that goldfish. Well, Erica died. And I wanted to make sure she was good and dead. And a day and a half later, she rose from the water back down into the water and was alive again for a little while, (laughs) a couple, two, three days, then was floating on the top again at that time it took, that time for good. Then you hit her with a hammer? No, no, I waited like three days then till it was unmistakable. Pillow on the face? No. (laughs) No, there's no need. Uh, So anyway, that is the context in which uh, Gretchen's note comes. Thanks a lot, Joe. Because of Erica, I feel like I need to wait a couple days to make sure our six-year-old plus goldfish is dead. She sends me a picture of it floating at the top of its bowl. Our hamster passed last week, and we're not exactly sure why. I'm sorry. Had it for like two months is all. Yeah, yeah. Hamsters go quickly, from what I understand, though. Uh, how long does it take for a goldfish to be officially pronounced dead? I, I sent her a couple of tips, and uh, sure enough, she emailed back shortly after that that the fish had passed. Did you do mouth to gill? Here's a uh, here's a picture of the fish floating at the top of the bowl. <laughs> Thank you for that. I yeah, I've seen that. But I sent both of our condolences. I hope that's mm-hmm. okay. Uh, let's see. All right, moving along. Here's a nice note from Alex. Saudi Arabia just took away an easy joke for me with their decision to let women drive. Just the other day, a car being driven by a woman cut in front of me on the freeway, and I remarked, see, that's why they don't let women drive in Saudi Arabia. My girlfriend just stared at me a while before she asked, did you really just go there? (laughs) As of midnight last night, women can drive in Saudi Arabia. In fact, I saw a little featurette on this. Camels get off the sidewalk. Oh, no. I saw a featurette on one gal who, who actually had a Harley. Was going to saddle up. Uh-huh. Cool. Uh, that that is a change in Saudi Arabia for a woman to throw legs on either side of a throbbing engine and roar down the highway on a big uh, chrome beast. Uh, let's see. Uh, did you really just? Oh, I assured her I was only joking. But now with women being allowed to drive, I can't make that joke anymore. Sad. You know what's sad is it didn't occur to me to make that joke prior to the legalization of women driving in Saudi Arabia, so I'll never get to make that joke. Part of the enlightened open-mindedness of their new young leader who bought himself the world's most expensive painting yacht and, and a piece of real estate right yeah House? and home yeah. yeah it's interesting although he also jailed a number of the feminist leaders of the past who'd been pushing for this so they wouldn't take credit for it hmm. or they wouldn't get attention or something preemptively on national security uh, uh charges so uh, it's it's not exactly uh, Maryland there in Saudi Arabia. They're they're coming along, but also you know uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, SLM BSM uh, uh, MBS MBS uh, MBA. He uh, he's he's made it clear that he's got to manage the pace of change. I, that's certainly true. Yeah, that's uh, lest true. the hardliners go crazy and and he, he ends up in a situation he can't handle. Uh, you know, I, I remember during the civil rights era, especially, you know, I, most of it I read about, there was a lot of concern about that, sometimes too much concern. Um, you know, justice, uh, justice wants justice, uh, and it doesn't want it five years from now, but moving along. Hola, Jack and Senor Joseph. Just writing you today to tell you I've successfully deleted Twitter and Facebook from my phone, and it's been going on 13 days. It's been weird. I've still instinctively tried to find the app on my phone without even thinking about it. 
I can see the crack monkey effects if I don't get a notification. Got to the point where I would get anxiety over the news and all the crap of the day. I would get news feeds, and it would just make me pissed off and miserable. It wasn't worth it. I don't need to be mad at the world 24 hours a day. So I just unplugged everything. It's been a little weird unplugging, getting all this constant feedback and notification out of my system. The only thing that's really worked is going for long runs with music or a book on tape. It is a drug. It's an addiction. I've never noticed. Just wanted to let you guys know. Is that person an outlier, or is that uh, you know the voice of a trend? Well, you know, I, think, I don't know. I think all of us who are plugged in are probably, you know, on a scale of one to five with, uh, you know, one being, yeah, I glance at it time to time. But I don't know. I don't you know, like my wife with Twitter, I guess. Um, and then there are fives who are really starting to get freaked out by mm-hmm. it. It's made them unhappy. Uh, y'all have a good day. And oh, please stop with the elder abuse. It's getting me disturbed, making him do push ups for your amusement. We're not making Marshall do anything. I don't even remember how this started, to be honest. It was a New Year's resolution of his. Yeah. Oh, to do 10 push-ups by the end of the year, and then I believe the mockery began. Now yes. Two has a New Year's resolution to do 10 push-ups in a row. I believe I dropped down and did 10 myself. Joe did 11 to show he could do more than me. Well, I think I was challenged to do that. I don't think that was some sort of would-be look at me. I was forced, forced. And uh, what, When did he make that foul? Wasn't that two years ago? Was that 2004? 15 or 16? It was at the beginning of last year, I believe. Sure? It was the it was the start of last year's resolution. Okay. But then he ended up in the hospital due to his efforts to do 10 push-ups. Right. right. Somehow With, giving himself a hernia. Yeah, yeah requiring major surgery. <laughs> yes, he actually ended up... Well, I guess when you have... <laughs> it's not like he went in for like a cortisone shot. No, he, he, was yeah. un, he, was, he was out and under the surgeon's blade and missed work due to it. Well, when your arms are like well-cooked spaghetti, I guess your abs have to take up the slack, and he tore them. But, <laughs> but then he inexplicably and ridiculously vowed to do 10 by the end of this month. Right. And uh, we don't know where he is <laughs> on, on the number. As we head toward the end of the month, maybe he's done eight and he's thinking, you know, when it's go time. The adrenaline alone. The adrenaline, right. the, the spotlight of the big show. He right. can crank out those last two. I don't know. Last we heard, we was, he was in the midst of his carrying around a large board training. <laughs> well, the last we'd heard, he'd done three. I and think. he was jumping up and down. I kind of was a leafy. I think the most he's ever done in front of anyone is three. And I'm telling you, those three were suspect. <laughs> I'm worried if he gets up to like seven or eight, we're going to see two dislocated shoulders and an aneurysm. God, we might have to have a paramedic standing by like they do at high school football games. (laughs) Wow, we should. We really should. Hey, uh, paramedics, drop us an email. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We'll have you stop by. That very same athletic newsman is coming up. Marshall Phillips with the news on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Trump advisor, advisor barely, barely, but close enough that you can say that. White advisor to the White House on Fox News yesterday, arguing with a black guy on one of those panels, said to the guy, are you out of your cotton-picking mind? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) Too easy. Oh, my God. Too easy. Do not hand thine enemy a bat to whack you with. I doubt he meant it in, you know, but you can't say it. So, we'll play that for you coming up. We'll determine by the tone of his voice whether he meant it or not. 
And more from intellectual giant Maxine Waters on why she, we should deny service to each other based on political party and screech at each other as we dine, etc., etc., and some examples of it. Wow. Trick stores used to get you to spend more. I like that sort of thing. Wow. Oh, yeah. I don't like to be fooled. Let's get to the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, opening up a new battlefront on the southern border, President Trump is saying people who enter the U.S. illegally need to be deported without appearing before a judge, describing them as invaders. Trump tweeting, we cannot allow all of these people to invade our country. When somebody comes in, we must immediately, with no judges or court cases, bring them back from where they came. They're our- invading our space. They're space invaders. <laughs> our-, our system... Wow. Our system is a mockery to good immigration policy and law and order. Most children come without parents. Now, speaking at the Nevada GOP convention in, uh, in uh, Las Vegas on Saturday, Trump said, Our immigration laws are a laughingstock all over the world. We're the only people. People walk in, they put a foot in. Uh, please, would you like to register? Other countries, they say, get the hell out of here. They, they do that. They have to do that. We say, you know, they want to hire now 5,000 more judges so that a person puts the toe on the land that we have to go to trial. This is crazy what we're doing. I don't want judges. I want Border Patrol. I want ICE. We don't want judges. I think he wins on that. Now, you get into the whole, uh, you know, babies crying in cages thing. That's not so popular. Apparently not. (laughs) No. A group of congressional Democrats were touring a Border Patrol detention center in Texas. They called the conditions unacceptable and cruel. California Representative Jackie Speer said the U.S. needs to come up with a better system to handle immigrant families with children. They have treated some of these children as you would treat a criminal. You're put in a cell. The first place that we visited had nothing on the floors. They were small children, many of them under the age of five. Elizabeth Warren took a tour of one of the facilities, came up uh, choked up. It's a disturbing picture. There are children by themselves. I saw a six-month-old baby. They're all on concrete floors in cages. There's just no other way to describe it. Elizabeth Warren with a fiery speech in Nevada yesterday, which Trump blasted back in a tweet calling her Pocahontas. That could be your uh, 2020 preview right there, Elizabeth Warren versus Trump. And they're both pretty good at the populist thing. That could be a very exciting and disturbing presidential campaign. Isn't the nickname supposed to be Pocahontas? Because she's not really right. Pocahontas. Yes. 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 F-A-U-X. Yeah, but... That subtlety was lost on the president. <laughs> so now he just calls her anyway. He was blasted because he doesn't get the juice. Blasted in the New York Times for using a racial slur against Elizabeth Warren. But anywho, that could be a preview. Meanwhile, Defense Secretary Mattis is saying the DHS has asked the Department of Defense to build temporary camps on two more U.S. military bases to house migrants who have crossed the U.S.-Mexico border. Though he's not saying which bases have been selected. But it looks like more are going to be built. And we got the House expected to vote later this week on a more moderate immigration bill than the one it killed last week. The so-called compromise bill includes a path to citizenship for young immigrants known as dreamers, an end to the diversity visa lottery system, limits on family-based immigration, and $25 billion for President Trump's border wall. The measure is not expected to get enough votes. Most of that stuff's pretty popular. Yep. 
At this point, it doesn't look like they've got enough to get it out of the house. I can't believe we're still talking about immigration. That was last week's story. I, I can only pay attention to a story for like a week. And I just feel like that story is over. It didn't have a very pleasing ending to the show. Oh, and I'm on to a new show. Oh, they are flogging it constantly yep. on all the cable news. Just, oh, my I've God. I've lost interest. I probably shouldn't, but I have. Oh, no. They, um, you, those crying little kids are a gold mine of selling commercials. Um, so when's the North Korea meeting? When's that happen? Which when's North Tr- Korea meeting? Minute now. Yes. Is there, is there <laughs> yeah. more of that? Or? Uh, the, uh, the <laughs> there are high-level meetings going on constantly. Yes, okay. around the clock. Trying to figure out what we're actually going to agree to. So the big show of them getting together... Once that's over, then we don't pay attention to that anymore. Exactly. I'm just trying to figure out what we're paying attention to. Now it's going kind of under the surface of, uh, you know, So we diplomacy. don't pay attention to North Korea. I'm thinking right. I'm, I'm, I'm done with immigration, but. Next is Russia. They're talking about uh, Trump having a quote-unquote uh, summit with Russia. So then that's going to be huge news. Huge news. I think it's going to be. And mid- it will announce, be announced that they're, they're going to try to come to an agreement over something. One of these days we're going to start talking about the midterms, and that will be nonstop until November probably, right? Yeah, well, I guess. I don't know. First not here. Yeah. No, not here. Meanwhile, my friends, I, I have heard your pleas. I've, I've heard your uh, questions about coffee studies. And we have a new study, coffee, cure all or curse. And the latest word is drinking coffee is very good for your heart. German researchers dosed human tissues with caffeine and found that one shot made certain proteins inside adult cells perform like young cells. Yes! One of the lead researchers say drinking four to five cups of coffee a day seems to improve what he called the powerhouses of our cells. That's what I need. I think for most of us coffee drinkers, there'd have to be some some pretty damaging uh, results, and it would have to be incontrovertible truth before we'd ever... (laughs) Start drinking any less coffee. You know, I don't drink any coffee after uh, like eight uh, thirty in the morning, maybe nine o'clock. Uh, even though I kind of want in the afternoon yeah. because I don't drink any coffee after like seven p.m. <laughs> uh, because of the, my blood pressure thing. But you know, you get the uh, the powerhouse of the cell factor yes. now. So you go to a doctor and you say, "All right, listen. So the coffee's going to supercharge the uh, powerhouse of my cell and give me back my youthful vigor. On the other hand, it's going to raise my BP a little bit. Uh, what what should I do?" And what you always get, almost all, well, almost always, is, I don't know, drink it in moderation. My don't son, drink too much. My youngest got yeah. up uh, Sunday night, Sunday morning, Saturday night at 1230, right oh, after boy. midnight, and never went back to bed. Oh, my God. The last wow. night. And he can't be left unattended, so I was up from 1230 until, so that's why I drink coffee pretty much 24 hours a day. <laughs> there you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting to get show, the conscience of the nation. <laughs> Oh, squawky! These are troubled times. Are you are you concerned about psychosis setting in at some point? On me? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or you'll start. Oh no, yeah, disclosing where oh, Bin yeah. Laden oh, is hiding. Oh, absolutely. Or... But my <laughs> options are limited. Right. Yeah, well, we got him on a drug to help him sleep. Apparently, it didn't work. <laughs> Anywho, how about you take the drug and just see what happened when you finally woke up? Cotton pickers. I tell you, you what. Can't get cherry soda cause they've got to fill that so soda. tricks stores use to get you to spend more money. I love that. It's nonpartisan. So we got a lot of clips of um, who Maxine Waters screaming at people. Oh yeah, and a number of examples. The most notable of which is Sarah Sanders getting booted out of a restaurant of what I am calling the militarization of American politics. That's awful. God, we can't we can't function as a society like that. That really bothers me. 
Yeah, it, yeah, it's 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 stupid. It's unproductive. It's damaging. It's here and it's gonna grow. And it's mostly a, a, a really adolescent lack of maturity. It's an it's an inability to behave like an adult being celebrated, and I, wanna, I don't like it. I want to hear that story. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. be a golden retriever to hear all the dog whistles coming out of the White House uh, these days and for my friend David over here. Final point, David. Michael yeah, Hay- right? You said that about David. David Michael, ha- Michael Hayden posted a picture of Auschwitz. Donnie yeah, that, Deutsch that liberal, is talking. That liberal look, Michael Hayden. Yeah, look, that, that look, screaming liberal your, Michael you're, Hayden. You're out of your cotton-picking mind. Oh, jeez. Oh, so a white guy said that to a black guy. You're out of your cotton-picking <laughs> mind. And then does the, so does the black guy respond to that? Does he, like, acknowledge that? Or is that just afterwards? That- cotton-picking mind? You, Brother, you guys, let me tell you, you guys, something. You guys let me are, tell you, you something. Are, are I got some, I got some, minds. I got, I got some relatives this who is, can this pick is cotton. Ridiculous. Okay. And I'm this not going to allow like, you, you guys want to like that. All right. There's cable news for you. And all cotton fields back home. That's cable news for you. Yeah, I, yeah. It is a common yeah. expression, or at least it was when I was a kid, and no, I never thought of it as racial whatsoever. It's it's it's, it's not in the least. But I could see how you could probably not anyway. It's, you know, um, why? We, why is, how about you use a different expression so I don't have to listen to the argument? <laughs> Do it for me, especially when having a conversation about dog whistle racism in <laughs> politics. <laughs> Like, he Excellent literally point. just said that five seconds <laughs> that's before. That's true. <laughs> oh, oh, boy, that's not good. So, most of these tricks to get you to spend more in the stores, I'm aware of, right? A sale sign, even if there's not a sale going on. Lim- sure. Limited time offer, puts you in a hurry, all that sort of stuff. This, these things. Are- Classics of the genre. I didn't, I didn't know about this. The giant shopping carts. There's some, some something in us that makes us fill up our cart. That's, well, that's interesting, because I know larger plates... Make people eat more. Really? Yeah. Did not know that? Yep. If you have a larger plate, you take a bigger portion, you finish it. Hmm. Science. Changing the store layout so you have to wander around more. Yeah, that's a good one. I noticed that. Yeah, there. It's it ain't a, an oversight that the very most basic basics that people go to the grocery store most often for are all the way at the back corner. That is not an accident. To get a tube of toothpaste. Or uh, milk. Yeah. Oh, milk yeah. is always oh, yeah. at the far, far end of the store. Yeah. Likewise, eggs. Good one. Yeah. Good one. Uh, free samples make people buy more. People get the free sample and then feel guilty and buy it. Sure. And or it's just delicious. This huh. These taquitos are absolutely exquisite. <laughs> if I have a superpower, it's being immune to that. Yeah, I, I have yeah. no shame. And, oh, that was delicious. I'm going to not buy it now. <laughs> I don't. I will, I've never bought anything of that. I do, like, <laughs> go over the top on how great it is to the old blue-haired lady who doesn't care. <laughs> she <from> could <laughs> not give a crap. I she do. doesn't give a taquito whether I, you like it or not. I do have guilt over, like, just popping it in my mouth and walking over. I have to, I have to like, the mm, strawberry Pop-Tarts. That is good. <laughs> Start kissing your teeth a little bit. <laughs> well, the, the balance between the, the fruit and the, the breading is very nice. Nice, very nice. Thank you. <laughs> they probably roll their eyes up. I <laughs> Jesus, I get paid the same whether you like it or not. All right, hey, so. either buy some or don't. There's no skin off my nose. 
That's hilarious. Maybe some more of these later. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. So, listen. The, the real fuel behind this discussion is the heaving of Sarah Sanders in her party out of a little restaurant in rural Virginia, the Red Hen, a farm-to-table restaurant. I prefer farm-to-fork. Because if the farm stops at the table before it reaches my fork, then my mouth. It should be farm-to-mouth restaurant. But anyway, this farm-to-mouth restaurant in the small city of Lexington, western part of Virginia, Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, sits down with her uh, group of people, including her husband, and I think a half dozen other people. And uh, and at some point, uh, the wait staff, who's deeply, deeply disturbed, because a couple of them are gay and something, something, Trump, something. Right. Um, go tell the uh, the owner that they are disturbed. And um, they knew Sanders had defended Trump's desire to ban transgender people from the military. Something, something gay. This month, they all watched her evade questions and defend a Trump policy that caused migrant children to be separated from the parents. Tell me what you want me to do. I can ask her to leave, Wilkinson told her staff. They said yes. So she walked up to the press secretary's chair, said, I'm the owner. I'd like you to come out to the patio with me for a word. They stepped outside into another small enclosure, but at least out of the crowded restaurant. I was babbling a bit, but I got my point across in a polite and direct fashion, said the owner. I explained that the restaurant has certain standards that I feel it has to uphold, such as honesty and compassion and cooperation. I said, I'd like to ask you to leave. Wow. So the owner didn't say to the wait staff, of course we're going to serve her. We don't decide who to serve food based on their political views. Right. And if somebody says, I'm going to quit, then say, well, I'll hire somebody who's more comfortable uh, serving whoever comes in here and wants to pay for it. Do your job. Or saying, listen, the administrations flip parties every four to eight years, and, and we can't essentially bar one or the other every time you don't like them. But no, she booted Sarah Sanders out. Sarah uh, Sanders' response was immediate, Wilkinson said. Quote, that's fine, I'll go. <clears throat> Sanders went back to the table, picked up her things, and walked out. The others at her table had been welcome to stay, Wilkinson said. Yeah, so the rest of you can stay, though. Who have the same views as her, clearly. Well, never mind that. Somebody kicks you out and says, we're not serving Jack, but the rest of you can stay. (laughs) Because we hate him so much. Yeah, all right, see you, Jack. (laughs) He's such an awful person, he has to go, but you can stay and enjoy our food if you'd like. Yeah. Yeah, I just, well, you know, I've been saying this for a couple of years. The whole, our sports team won't go to the White House is a bad, that was the first step down this road of public... And it's just, it'll never end. See, that's the problem. Y'all think it's, well, Trump is an extreme example. Now, Elizabeth Warren or whoever gets in as a Democrat, and there's going to be plenty of Republicans who say, well, I don't, I hate her because of her this or that. Right. And, just, and there are serious, serious issues with her as president. And it'll just keep growing. And then pretty soon, you know, we're going to have separate restaurants and separate this and that. And it's a ridiculous way to live. And then, of course, the red-hand waiter, Jakey Foley-Schultz, tweeted on Facebook, or I'm sorry, posted on Facebook, I just served Sarah Huckabee Sanders for a total of two minutes before my owner asked her to leave. A fountain of alternately celebratory and outraged comments gushed from the Facebook wall into the Red Hen's social media account, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Nazis were mentioned, of course, and then now the president is pissed. Nazis came up, of course, yes. 
And uh, Donald J. Trump tweeted, The Red Hen restaurant should focus more on cleaning its filthy canopies, doors, and windows. Badly needs a paint job. Wow! He did not. No, wait a second. This is a parody. That's correct. Of the sort of thing Trump would say. I'm making this up. No, I'm not. This is what Donald J. Trump, the president, tweeted. (laughs) The Red Hen restaurant should focus more on cleaning its filthy canopies, doors, and windows. Badly needs a paint job. Rather than refusing to serve a fine person like Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I always had a rule. If a restaurant is dirty on the outside, it's dirty on the inside, said the President of the United States. <sighs> so that brings us to wow. Maxine Waters commenting on the loud protest trying to prevent Kristen Nielsen, the Secretary of Homeland Security, from eating her Mexican food. And then you got John Legend tweeting, blah, 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 more, we need more of this. You have Seth Rogen refusing to take a picture with Paul Ryan, who's just a fan because of his policies, blah, blah, blah. The militarization of American politics. Okay, I want to hear more of this. And who's the happiest guy in the world about this? Vlad freaking Putin. Yeah. He never thought it would work this well. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Yeah.